Here at Siren Soapbox, we believe that if you wait until something is perfect to share it, then the world may never see it. This episode isn't our best work, but we sure are proud that we put ourselves out there. We are lifelong learners and explorers, and we lead by example. We want our early work to be proof of that. We've learned and grown so much over the last year, and if you're new here, we invite you to listen to our show starting with the most recent episode, then work your way back. You are not alone, because there is strength in sisterhood. No one knows that better than Annie, Becky, Jess, Lauren, Mary, and Tracy. Six lovely sirens who have been through the storms of life and help one another through the other side. Join them in this safe space to unwind with these uniquely minded women as they sound off on a different topic each week with some tips and tricks for everyday quandaries along the way. They don't always agree, but they will always love each other. Now, let's dive into another amazing episode of the Siren Soapbox. Welcome to this special episode of Siren Soapbox. This week, the Sirens are going to be doing a review of the free Manifestation Babe workshop by Catherine Zenkina. Only four of us attended. It was on Instagram, January 25th to the 29th. Each siren gets two minutes to talk about their opinion on the matter. Then the floor will open up for a deeper dive on the subject. If at any time it starts to get too intense, the safe word is... Mango! First on her soapbox is Tracy. All right. So I found out about this workshop because I am a believer in manifestation and the power of the brain and our connection with the universe and that we are all part of the universe and all of that good stuff. So, um, I also actually, here's the interesting way I I found this, um, after our, the secret podcast, when I said I was going to manifest a job writing, I looked on indeed.com for jobs writing. And one of the jobs that popped up was um, writing for manifestation babes. So then I started researching, looking up manifestation babes, and I just thought that it was so corny. Like I looked at when I when I heard, first of all, it's all pink, and Catherine is all super pretty and young, and it's called manifestation babes. So I didn't take it seriously at all. And I sent it out to the sirens and I said, we should all do this because I think it will be hilarious. And so four out of the six sirens signed up and, um, day one, I was about 10 minutes in and I'm sending messages to the sirens saying, I hope this gets better. So far it's a lot of words, but not much content. But by the end of day one, I was sold. And I couldn't wait for day two and I couldn't wait for day three or day four or day five. And then it was over on day six. I missed her and I wanted more. So it's funny. I I love that it ended up that way. And I have pages and pages of notes and lots of really good stuff that I learned. Also, um, it, it, it helped me. I'm having a little bit of a challenge in one area of my life remain maintaining a positive attitude 
And this really helped me in that area of my life. And it helped to remind me that I am in the driver's seat and that if I am unhappy, I'm choosing that unhappiness. And so that was really helpful to me. Um, I learned a lot and I'm glad that I took part in the five day free workshop and, um, I, and I was happily shocked and surprised. And up next is Merhaj. Hello, Siren. That's <laughs> Merhaj. I'm trying out my voices, um, for my voice acting career. Beautiful. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. So anyway, I joined the workshop because Tracy said, oh my God, this is going to be hilarious. We should all do it. She already heard that part. So I was like, I right, I'm in. And, uh, I, like, I sat down on day one with my notebook and my pen and I watched this chick and I, first of all, she is, in my opinion, very smart. And I, I, I don't know why, but I wasn't expecting that. And she's really kind of brilliant. And she backed up a, a, everything that she told us was backed up with like science and she's a scientist at heart, she said. So I, I, I don't know. I appreciated that part of it because I'm kind of a details girl. I like that kind of stuff. I love that she offered it for free. Um, of course it was one week long sales pitch for her manifestation babe, um, Academy, but that's fine. She gave up 45 minutes of her day during that week. And I was re I looked forward to spending those 45 minutes with her each day. So I, and I have a lot of takeaways too, which we'll get into a little bit later. I mean, here's the thing. I didn't do the homework each night. She gave us homework each night, which was, that's nice because it keeps you interactive. Um, it keeps, it keeps it, you know, fresh in your brain, but I didn't do it. And I, I guess I didn't put into it as much as maybe I could have, but at the same time, it did totally feel like a sales pitch and it was, but everything she gave in that sales pitch was so useful and helpful. And I needed to hear those things in my life right now. So we'll talk about some of the takeaways later when it's my turn. But um, I think my two minutes are about up. So I'm going to pass it to Elsie now. Cool. Um, so I feel like, yeah, we Tracy already said it. We started down this rabbit hole when we were talking about the secret and there are definitely some similarities with the power of positive thinking and attracting like things. And uh, the Manifestation Babe workshop is different because she uses the science-based information, not just throwing around the big fancy words. She actually like explains it. Um, and I can get into more detail about that later, about the differences there. And I have some comparisons to Catholicism. And the reason why I bring this up because I was kind of struggling all week because I'm like, oh my God, is this against my faith? Am I not supposed to believe in this stuff? And she like even had a scratch on her forehead. I'm like, oh my God, it's her devil horn showing. And yeah, <laughs> I saw the look on Mary's face. Um, but there's actually a lot of overlap in the messaging. So I really like the messaging and I felt hopeful and empowered listening to her. Um, and I was kind of looking for a sign 
that this was going to be okay. And then mass this last Sunday with father Mike Schmitz. And if you don't know who he is, look him up. You, um, your eyes will thank you. Um, but I had a God moment and that his theme for the next few weeks is called hindsight is 2020. And it was a reflection of last year. And annoyingly or not, the sirens all forced me to reflect on the past few years. And I saw some parallels in Father Mike's sermon and the workshop. And so for the most part, it's be clear on the thing that you want to improve on. Are you choosing to live in the dark? If you want to transform, uh, you need knowledge of where you've been and take action. Otherwise, what you've been through is a waste. And both are reflecting on where you are and being truly awake and aware in order to move forward without letting the past hold you back. Oh, there's my time. I'm almost done. <laughs> um, but yeah, don't let the past hold you back and be the best version of yourself. Um, my two minutes is up. I'm going to stop. <laughs> Jess, I can't wait to hear what you have to say. No, I'll, I'll say it later. <laughs> So, unlike these other three, I did not care for it. Um, to me, it was a lot of me and I talk. And a lot of, like, I mean, the first, like Tracy said, the first ep episode, I don't know. The first webinar, she sat there for a good three minutes talking about all of her certifications and all of her, I don't know, just like me, 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 I, I, I. And there was a lot of like, I'm a master this and I'm a top notch this and I'm a doctor at this. And it's just like, yes, she is smart obviously like to have accomplished all of those before you know i think she's 22 or something like that but, i think she's 28 <laughs> <laughs> i don't know she's she's a baby that's all i know um but like a lot of those certifications she's like i'm a master breath breath person like okay, yeah, like, I totally get, like, deep breathing and meditating and all that, but, like, I don't know, like, a lot of her certifications seem kind of hokey to me, so, um, and then just spending that long talking about them, and I totally believe in the power of positive thought. I believe in putting good in, getting good out, um, you know, karma just being a, a genuinely good person and I do think that she genuinely wants good things for her her followers <laughs> but she offered a week-long sales pitch like Mary said like to take my class that has a wait list so you have to actually wait to get good things and pay a lot of money for it <laughs> so like, yeah, she talks about how I'm, I'm a multimillionaire by this age or whatever. And I came from this, like, well, you're a charismatic person who is getting a lot of people to pay a lot of money to watch you be charismatic. <laughs> so like, 
yes, I, it's not so much the manifestation aspect of it is that I just didn't care for her. Like I didn't care for a lot of what she was saying about like, yes, you do need to get back to your, back to your roots to find out what's holding you back. But I don't know if you can do that through hypnosis. So, and like, and if you have bad enough, then you need to see a therapist and not just meditate on it. So I don't know. That's my thought. Probably sound really mean. No, no, not at all. But here, here's my question I proposed to you. She's, she is young. She's 28. I kind of thought she was a baby too. And she mentioned all her certificates. Wouldn't you, I think I would rather have somebody that has a bunch of experience. Like she did a, a year long experiment in manifestation to see if it would even work before she started doing all this. Yeah. I, I kind of agree with where you're going, Elsie. I, I, she did list a lot of certifications, but that was to back up what she's saying. She's like, look, I'm not, I'm not just some beautiful babe out here being charismatic. I also did the work. Like I have the education. I I did the work to back this up. And I think that's what more what she was getting at. I think that she could have, and I think she she could have cut it off after like, 30 seconds. (laughs) That's true. I mean, that's true. Because a lot of it was like, I'm like, I'm a master hypnotist. Like, well, that sounds like you should be in Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay. So go ahead, Lucy or Tracy, whoever was going to go. Um, a lot on the second night when I was watching her, um, Dean was in the room and he was just kind of listening and watching sports stuff at the same time. But I know I was listening because I moved my pens that blocked the computer screen. And he said, can you move those pens? So I know he was paying attention. And then like the next day we were just chatting and he, he said, yeah, I did a lot of research on that Catherine chick from Manifestation Babes. And so he had mixed reviews. Um, There were parts that he really liked. He really liked some of her message, but he found some article and I think it was, it'll come to me, but it was some business, some business magazine. She, there was an article about her and she was talking about some dude that she, she went to see a presentation of some dude and he knew the person's name and he was familiar with the person. It's a motivational speaker. And it changed her life seeing this motivational speaker. Now I saw that as a positive. He saw it as a and manifestation didn't magically fall upon her. This is what happened. She went to this, this speaker. So her family moved to the United States and had, I don't know, I think it was $600. I think that's the number to their name as a family. Now she was a child, but that's how she came here. And I think three years ago, she was worth millions. So she went from having almost nothing to having millions. So then I started looking back at some of her old you know, kind of the progression of what she was putting out there. And I found this video where she did, actually, she just recently posted this, like reposted a video she did a while ago. And it was, um, 
one of those boards. Do you guys remember what that's called when you do a board? A vision board. Thank you. A vision board, which I got to tell you, I'm still on the fence about. I think the vision board's a little bit hokey, but she's showing her vision. I kind of want to do one, though. She's showing this. She shows a picture of her vision board, and there's a picture of her dog, which she didn't have at the time on the vision board, and and that she, her goal was to move, I think, to um, Los Angeles. So not Vegas, but Los Angeles. Anyway, she, she was talking about how she... Her biggest fear was public speaking, and I think she's really good at it now. And she was also, she had a fear of, you know, relationships. Now, this was back then. It's not a video she did now of how she felt back then. So all of that stuff is really interesting to me. She said that she looked at her fears as kind of a roadmap of what she needed to do. She felt like the things she was afraid of are the things that the universe is telling her, these are the things you need to do. And so she kind of followed that path to get to where she is now. It's definitely led her to a something good for her. A rewarding place anyway. I don't know. Right. And that's what I liked about her, that it was so much different than The Secret, because The Secret was just kind of like, just think these things and they're going to magically fall in your lap. She was about positive thinking and then also taking the action steps, which I really liked. It's not like just this magic thing. She does do like the crystals and lots of magic ball emojis, but it didn't feel quite as um, hokey as the secret did to me. (laughs) I agree. Like, is that really her like manifesting it or is that her putting in work? Like, well, a he lot says of there's not a big difference. School and so like, here's the interesting thing. Remember in that one day she was talking about that. So Murhanj and I read a book called um, Begin With Yes. And Begin With Yes is a book about manifestation, but it's manifestation with action. But whereas mm-hmm. The Secret was like manifestation with just your thoughts. Begin With Yes was manifestation with action. And Catherine is more about that. And that's easier for me yeah. to take in and understand because I do believe you have to take action. Yeah, for sure. I almost I almost don't want something if I don't have to take some kind of action. But remember right. her, um, how did she, she had a really good, oh, she, the illustration she used was, let's say you're an artist and you kind of get in the zone and you're working on this piece of art you might work on that piece of art for 24, 36 hours straight. And people might say to you later, wow, you worked really hard for that, but you were so in the zone and so enjoying it. It didn't feel like work for you. So her illustration was that, yeah, you have to take some action steps. You have to do some work, but you shouldn't have to force yourself to do things that seem horrible to do right and that is that message in particular of her spoke a lot to me agreed I think that was one of my biggest takeaways from the week was I think it was on day three um she talked about four physical laws um that she goes more in depth into in the uh in the workshop or the MBA 
But the fourth one was the law of action. You have to take some sort of physical action. And that was really important to her. And that I agree. I agree with Tracy. That's what stuck with me. I thought, I think that's why her program stands out. Yeah. So and actually, point, it, sorry, Tracy, go ahead. Actually, she said there are 12, there are 12 yeah. universal laws of manifestation. And she went over four and then she accidentally went over a fifth, but it did leave me wanting, uh, agreed that the week was a sales pitch for sure, yeah. but it was a sales pitch that worked on me. I want to know the other, I want to know the other laws because I, I totally, it's not just the law of attraction, which almost anyone who talks about manifestation talks about, but <clears throat> she had other laws and I, I want to know more about those 12 laws. Yeah. At what point, though, is it just taking action? And what point is it, a, like Annie said, a self-fulfilling prophecy? Well, here's a, I pulled up her, my notes, because she had a definition of manifestation. I'm glad she went in, in on it on the first day, explaining what manifestation is. Because my definition, I guess, was, especially going in after The Secret, which sides listen to that podcast. <laughs> If you haven't already. Um, so Catherine says manifestation is a phenomenon where something was part of your imagination and becomes reality. So not necessarily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think it's all the, the magic and the just think it and it'll come to you like the secret says. It, it, manifesting something is it does take a little bit of work. And I got, I wrote down some of these laws, law of attraction, law of vibration fuels. I didn't know what that was. I have. Yeah. Law, law of attraction, law of vibration, the law of cause and effect, otherwise known as the law of karma and the law of action. And then the fifth one was the law of divine oneness. That's the one that I missed. I didn't hear that. Law that she, of divine oneness. Yeah, she accidentally added that one. So that's five of the 12. What are the other seven? I'm sure it's out there somewhere. Like she has, you know, she she does have a lot of like science and stuff, but I feel like there was also a lot of like and using crystals and you only use this part of your brain. And if you meditate you can make shit happen <laughs> it's just like yeah i mean meditation yeah you're calming yourself you're calming your nerves so you might be more prone to try something that you might not have actually tried because you're getting over the fear like but that's not using some like I wizard part of your brain <laughs> Are you sure? Oh my God. On Monday, we're going to talk about aliens. So are you sure? If you tell me she's an alien, I'll believe that. <laughs> no, she could be, but here's, here's my actual question. No, it's not a question. I'm going to make a fucking bold ass statement right now. <laughs> I think that there is something magical about tapping into that part of your brain that isn't being accessed we're not using enough of our brains and i think if you can quiet yourself and get into that space where you are accessing that part of your mind magical shit maybe can happen jess but how do you know you're accessing that part of your brain just from meditating 
Oh, oh, she she mentioned a book. Uh, it's called Outwitting the Devil, and I started reading it. I'm about fifty pages in, and you it's love by it? Napoleon Hill. Absolutely love it. Haven't gotten to the point where he's interviewing the devil yet, but he's talking about. And I don't want to spoil anything because it's so good. But he was living in a state of fear, and he had. An I'm experience. sorry, I totally forget. It's okay. <laughs> he had an experience where he was like, I'm going to walk until I figure this out. And he went from his fear self to his other self. And when he let the other self take over, he was full of confidence and courage and could just do anything. That's how you know you're, you're in your other self. And that, I love this book that, that she suggested. And it's from the 1930s. And he talks all about the depression and everything. And he keeps talking about... It's got annotated notes from <clears throat> somebody from nowadays. And she's like, oh, this is like what we're experiencing now. I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> okay, so I have a story about that. Because she mentioned that Napoleon Hill book. And I wrote it down. I'm like, okay, I'm going to buy this book. And then, um, I, you know, I'm always on a quest to read books. I'm always reading a book about happiness. And so Dino found this tweet where somebody asked the question, name a book you've read that has changed your life. And so he direct tweeted that to me so that I could read it. And he's like, I thought you might want to read some of these books that were life-changing for some people. And one of the books that, ah, now I'm not going to find it right away. But one Dang of the it, books. That, I want to write it down. One of the books that people mentioned was one called Think and Grow Rich by. Napoleon Hill. Napoleon Hill. It was mentioned over and over and over and over again. So I bought that book. I haven't bought the devil. What's the, what's the other one called? Outwitting the devil. Yeah. I want to buy that one, but so many people mentioned this think and grow rich book by Napoleon Hill as a life changing book for them that I just went online and bought it. And I, I think it was, I think it's this book. One of the two books I bought after reading this list was, um, 49 cents or something insane but this book is is highly rated i don't know i just thought that was amazing that like two days after she mentioned napoleon hill dino sends me a tweet um and it's it was one of the most actually the most lc you'll like this <laughs> what do you think the most listed book was the secret the Bible? <laughs> yes. Nice. That was the most listed book. The secret was listed, Jess. Yes. <laughs> I didn't find so, the secret to be life-changing for me, but. That was your reticular activating system. Now me. Or your res, so that you saw that book. <laughs> I mean, should I also talk about how the people in that workshop are now stalking me? Oh, shoot. I forgot oh, that part. I want to hear Did we this, lose Tracy? It looks like Tracy Cole is frozen. So I think, I think yes, we need to hear about that, Jess, but we need to wait until we get Tracy Cole back. I love that her face is super smiley, though. Of no. course no. she's still smiling even when she's frozen. <laughs> and it's such a big smile. It is. Oh, <gasps> now, we, now we got two Tracys on here. Oh. Said, it looks like she's connecting that audio only. Oh, no. Oh, what happened? 
Okay, so I love this. Thank you, universe, for manifesting this opportunity for me to mention that I live on a rock in the middle of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> yes. My Did power, power go randomly, Yes, as it does. Like This happens regularly. So now I'm on my cell phone for this call. Wow. <laughs> It wouldn't even have occurred to me to say that if my power had gone off. Can you guys see me? Because it's dark. I do. I love your spotlight. You have a spotlight. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we can see you. And when you froze, you had a giant smile on your face still. Oh, oh. and she's frozen again with a giant <laughs> smile. Although this time we can kind of see up her nose. <laughs> Very Blair Witch style. Uh, Very Blair Witch. <laughs> Oh, I didn't hear that. She also lost her internet. Oh, that would make sense if she lost her internet. We need to save this audio for the aliens topic. I was just going to say that. She sounds exactly like an alien. I freaking, I fucking love it. Why am I not cussing? Like, why am I, why am I filtering myself? I don't know. Well, it's funny. Um, Tracy Cole in the middle of an island, no power. <laughs> She's so lucky, though. Ooh. It's like in the seventies, right? There's a there's a webcam on the um, on the dock in Saint Croix. I don't know where the dock is, but if you Google the St. Croix webcam, it'll pop up. It's like this webcam that's attached to like a bar on the boardwalk and it looks out into the Caribbean sea. And I like to watch it, especially when there are storms rolling in. See what's especially happening. when it's going to be nine degrees this weekend. Blech. Yeah. I'm not excited about that at all. Yeah. All right, Jess, I don't know if we're going to get Tracy back or not, but I need to hear about this being stalked by these people now. So I got a friend request on Facebook today. And there I had one mutual friend and it was Elsie. So I sent her a screenshot of it and I was like, who is this? <laughs> and she said, <laughs> uh, I don't. She's like, it's somebody from the Manifestation Babes. Like, I think she's friend requesting everybody that's in that group. I was like, oh, my god, I'm not in any group. And she's like, well. Oh, you didn't post anything or make your Instagram public or anything I don't like have that? Instagram. I was going to say, you don't have an Instagram. That oh, I know so I was huh. like, well, I'm not in any groups. And I joined through the link. I didn't join through Facebook. So right. I was like, I didn't share anything on Twitter. I didn't share anything on Instagram because I don't have a Twitter or an Instagram. I didn't share anything on Facebook and use any sort of hashtags. I've never used a hashtag in my life other than saying like hashtag COVID. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag. Right. Right. So, I don't know how this chick found me. So I'm looking on like, my uh, Facebook right now, and I don't have a friend request. Why is this bitch not stalking me? <laughs> well, <laughs> I can send her your information. What's her, wait, yeah, that's all right. Should we say her name? Is that? 
Nah, maybe not. Yeah, probably not. I think it was like Zoe something, but. Yeah, I had a lot on Instagram <laughs> just randomly start following me. And I get that. Like, if you shared me stuff, too, because I went public, then it could be like, hey, this is somebody who, you know, thinks the same way I do, blah, blah, but Right. I didn't share anything. Right. That's so weird. Through Facebook, like that, where it would be. Have that is weird. Or whatever, like. So, I'm so like, no. Well, LC is connected to Facebook. Maybe this chick found LC on the Instas, followed her through the Facebooks, and now she's sending out friend requests to her Facebook peeps. Well, I'm on the uh, Manifestation Babe Facebook group, too. I'm not Are you on, on that? Nope. What about Mary? Are you oh. on it? And Tracy's back. No. Hi, Tracy. Hi, I don't know if you can hear me, so I'm just going to listen because I missed your faces. Yeah, we can, we hear, can you. hear you. I can hear you right oh, now. Good. So Jess is getting friend requested from by some random person who attended the workshop last week. Isn't that weird? Huh. And Jess isn't connected at all because she's not even on like Instagram. She didn't post or anything. I really hope she didn't, like, friend all of my friends on Facebook. <laughs> well, she didn't because she didn't friend me. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so, Tracy, I'm so glad you're back to hear this. Tracy, I'm, yes. I'm kind of annoyed that this chick didn't friend request me. Like, why am I <laughs> no, not good too. enough to be stuck? Okay, okay. <laughs> that's, that's like the whole yuck mouth scenario. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? I'm scared. All right, we're not telling that story. Another day. No, another day. That's all. Another episode. episode. We're not recording. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. So I so, did. Oh, go ahead, Tuesday. So I was. I was just going to say the only thing lit up in my house right now is my computer screen. And so like there's a swarm of bugs flying all around me and my computer screen because everything else is pitch black. Oh. Is anyway. Dino coming down to hang out with you? Eventually, but he was trying to do uh, laundry and <laughs> his oh, no. Like, oh, no, I have to restart my dryer and then I'll come down. <laughs> funny gonna have to line dry that that's right it probably won't dry nothing in the on st croix dries because the air is so moist all the time you said yeah. moist <laughs> i did say moist <laughs> and i'll say it again moist <laughs> you sound so like it's... a dictionary like when you click the button to hear how it's pronounced moist <laughs> Moist. Oh, I, I do have a story about clicking the button to hear how it's pronounced. Oh, I know this story. I'll, I'll play the I'll play the mechanical voice, Tracy, when you're ready. Okay. So this has Except nothing I don't to do know. with. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I know the name. I know the word. This has nothing to do with today's episode, but one time I co-taught um, a master's level course at University of Cincinnati with another professor who was a, a good friend and all of the students went away for lunch break. And so he and I were alone in this um, high tech classroom 
And we started having a conversation about whether the word is pronounced clitoris or clitoris. <laughs> and so we we looked, we Googled it to hit the pronunciation key. And the pronunciation key says, do you remember, Merhaj? No, but I'm going to make it up right now. <clears throat> okay. Clitoris. Was I close? <laughs> Clitoris. That's he what said. he said. Was that close? Uh, <laughs> and he said clitoris. And it did, the mechanical voice did pronounce it clitoris. But then we thought it was hilarious. And so we started like wrapping it with the the mechanical voice. Clit, 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 so clit, this clit, is what we're doing. Clitoris. So this clitoris. is what we're doing in this high-tech high classroom. And all of a sudden we hear, like off in the back, <clears throat> and then we look over, yes, one student. We're losing her again. One student did not go to lunch and was sitting in the classroom while they were hitting the play button over and over again. <gasps> clitoris, clitoris, clit, 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 clitoris, over and over again. That poor student. <laughs> I would have been dying if I was that student. I would have found a way to record it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes, if that student would have recorded it on his or her cell phone, that would have been the best. Mm-hmm. It was a girl. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Oh, that poor girl. Oh, that made it even worse because she was probably super uncomfortable. She also probably well, had her own opinion on how it was pronounced. She probably did. She'd the person say she wasn't clearing her throat. She was actually saying clitoris. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, has nothing to do with our episode. I can't remember the last time I used the full word before tonight. <laughs> so, Jess, is there anything that you took away from this workshop other than having a Facebook stalker? <laughs> other than Zoe? No. <laughs> <laughs> no positive. In the workshop. No positives? I mean, it was. It reinforced the positive thinking, put good in, get good out, you know, that sort of thing. But I don't know. I just, I kind of thought that it was like pokey in a sales pitch and magic and crystals and I don't know. Yeah. I did have a couple comparisons to Catholicism with the you are enough, which I hear that from Jess all the time. <laughs> you are loved. You are worthy. Forgiven for your past. You'll be provided for. Have confidence and you will receive what you ask for. So I did like that. I did not like that. I was super excited about this and I got hooked and it totally followed the recipe for a cult. In that the here's a little free taste, 
little sample, see how amazing your life can be. I'm going to teach you all these mystical teachings and everything that society has been hiding from you to keep you a puppet. Spots are limited. You have to act now and you're going to be on a waiting list and there's anticipation that builds up and makes you feel all special if you get the cut. And then I'm sure everybody that signed up for that waiting list got accepted. Um, hiding the total cost. (laughs) Right, exactly. Yeah. And then you have to scroll all the way down her page. And for the low, low price of an arm and a leg, you can know all the things in the universe and have everything you ever dreamed of. Even before all that, it was like spend an extra 11-11 and get this meditation. Oh, I totally fell for that. (laughs) I'm like, you can YouTube the same shit. I, I, you know what? I think that a meditation and a hypnosis would be worth 1111. And I wish I would have bought it. I don't know why I didn't. I'll let you listen to it. Oh, in a retreat, we can do it. Oh, yes. Yes. There we go. I'm excited about the retreat. Tracy, cool. Yeah, Tracy, we're going to have, when we're on our retreat in April, we're going to have to connect with you at some point and do a recording. Although or a meditation, meditation or a drum circle or something or all of that. In the middle of our meditation, I'm totally playing clitoris, though. Clit, clit, clitoris. So you're going to say in the middle of our, our meditation, I'm going to fart. <laughs> Have you reached Zen. <laughs> clitoris. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. So glad we're rated explicit. <laughs> fuck yes. We can't do this if we're not. I'm out. If we're like kid friendly, fuck that shit. I live my most of my life kid friendly. I'm not living this podcast kid friendly. That's right. <laughs> um, I had a lot of takeaways as well, Elsie. So one of my favorite things was get the hell out of your own way. Um, I, I really liked hearing that. I did like her. She is right about the programming when, from when you're a child. And I kind of had an aha moment with that today. Um, you know, that my mom had some, his dealing with some health issues right now. And I was talking to my older sister about my relationship with my grandmother. And it was completely different than my older sister's relationship with my grandmother. My relationship with grandma, um, I felt like grandma felt like she was burdened with us. And so I never really had like, I know she was a loving woman and I know that she cared about us. Like, you know, she always took care of us, but I didn't feel like she, it, it, it felt like it was a burden to her. Right. And, and I never really spent much time thinking about that. But I was talking to my sister today, and uh, uh, I don't know, Grandma came up, and Monica loves this woman. Like, this woman is her whole world. Monica lived with her for the first five years of her life. I didn't, so that's a, that's a difference. But Grandma and Monica had a different relationship. So I started thinking about this today and how that interaction with this woman that I loved so much, like, I realized that that put this like precursor on every relationship I've ever had since then. And 
not wanting to be a burden and not wanting to be like, I, I don't know, feeling like my feelings might be a burden to someone. It was a really weird aha moment. Uh-huh. And I think her. You are yeah. enough. I am enough. Thank you. I'm a fucking prize, actually. Mark won the jackpot. Uh, I mean, I've worked through a lot of that bullshit. But it finally occurred to me today, like, why all that shit happened. You know, it was a weird aha moment. I don't know. So probably a pretty uh, tough one, too. Yeah, I cried for a minute in the car by myself. Like, (gasps) cried. (laughs) 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 It's all right. It felt good. Sometimes but you now you it. can move forward from it, and yeah, for sure. Often you need, I will tell you, you are enough. Oh, thanks, Jess. I love you. I love that. I will tell you, you're enough okay. of a burden. I'm just kidding. You're not a burden at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna ask if we still had Tracy, and then I heard her laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So after that same episode where she was talking about the programming up until age seven, that night, um, Dino and I, after we went to bed, we were both exhausted. And then, like, we're laying there. And then he said, So what do you think you were programmed with? And we talked for over an hour about the programming that we think took place up till age seven, but it was an, a really great conversation because we also realized there were a lot of similarities in our childhoods, but it was really neat to just lay there and talk in the dark about what, what were you programmed with? And then how do you overcome that programming? But it is really important to be aware of it so that you can deal with it. I don't know. I thought that was a really good session. Yeah, I haven't actually done that homework yet, and I'm going to be frank with you guys. This is like going into – all right, so um, we haven't done the episode Lessons I Learned in Therapy yet, but I fell into a deep depression. You guys may or may not remember this about four years ago. I mean, it was dark, and um, shit, I lost my train of thought. Oh, it was scary. It was scary to like find a therapist and to go into the sessions and start all that work. But I did it and it was good and I'm glad I did. But this homework about thinking about your programming that she recommended we do, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for it. Maybe you do it before a therapy session. Sweet. So or that you know what session. to talk about. That's good. That's true. Oh, you have electricity again. <laughs> I have the power. Hi, Tracy. <laughs> you have the power. Right, I'm going to disconnect uh, and reconnect on my computer. So I'll be back, my friends. Okay. Right. We'll talk about you while you're gone. Yeah. I'll <laughs> get stuff. Do it. I'll get stuff. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's and the, the uh, those are the those are the cons of living on an island in the Caribbean. Oh, I don't feel I sorry for her still. No, I don't either. <laughs> it's not like oh, the power went out. I'm gonna car off this today. morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> that's true. Who can, where am I sleeping tonight? Because it's not here. Because I'll die. <laughs> like oh, power went out. Now I don't have my fan. So what am I gonna do for white noise? 
Oh, shucks. I'll listen to the exactly. ocean in the background. Yeah, I guess I'll just have to deal with that. <laughs> we love the TV. damn Caribbean Sea at my doorstep. <laughs> we do love Take her. a weekend trip to a different island because I'm tired of my island. <laughs> Whatever, so that's going to be you, Jess. Uh, I'm sick of this Hawaiian island. I'm going to go to the other one. I'm sick of Kauai. What can I do now? I'm going to hop on over to Oahu. (laughs) I want to go to Big Island and do the manta dive. I would love to see mantas. So are you going to have a place with like a spare bedroom so that when your friends come, they can stay with you? It is a requirement. Are you buying a house or renting? I would so. I'd pitch a tent (laughs) in the backyard. We're going to buy. You're buying. That's good. We might have to rent it first. Well, yeah. I I would put up a hammock in your backyard. If you have a couple of uh, trees. My hammock has a bug nut. So. Yeah, you will want that. Yeah, I'll be aight. But, no, it's it's going to be a requirement that we have guest space. I love that I, I, I mean, I'm sad that you're moving away, but I love that I have friends on islands. Are That's we doing cool. a Tracy Cole visit this year? Um, yes. Because I need to put it on the books and book my um, vacation time. Yes, we are. Left. <laughs> we are doing a Tracy Cole visit. Are we doing it in um, December? What are we doing? I think the the larger group is going to do it, is looking at a December trip. I'm going to try to get to the island as soon as I can. <laughs> but I think, yes, I am, I, and I am going in December as well because Elsie and uh, Becky have big birthdays in December, right? Yes. And then TC, you, you're November, oh! right? Yes. We need to do something right in the middle and celebrate all the milestone birthdays. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Do you want to say it out loud, Tracy? No. Okay. <laughs> 29, right? <laughs> oh, I saw again. 92. And <laughs> again. And this holding. is 92 again. Oh. Yeah, I, um, I love it. I think we should go... Like end of November, early December, but I'll let the birthday girls figure that out, and I'm just on board with whatever date they tell me. I'm on board too because you guys have. I mean, we have two two bedroom homes, and we can fit a lot of people in between. Like as as long as everyone's comfortable with that, and who knows where the world will be with viruses at that time. But um, we'll pack everyone into our homes. We don't care. So room room can be free. Yeah. It's the flight here and all the fun we do. And also diving. It's, I mean, we can do some boat dives that'll cost everyone money, but we also, we typically do shore dives and swim outs. And so that will or cost. Just jump, or just jump or just jump off the Frederickstead Pier. That's right. That's right. That's, that's a lot. I mean, Frederickstead night dive, a Frederickstead Pier night dive is one of the best dives in the world we're really spoiled here so but we can dive for cheap like 10 bucks a dive because all we need is air uh 
I'm Some telling of us you, don't have our own the, gear. Dive, the diving here is so ridiculous that now every time I travel and dive, I'm like, mm. <laughs> so uh, when oh. you come back to Ohio this summer, you're going to come dive up at the quarry, right? Right? <laughs> no. That would make you no. appreciate You water. and Dean have to dive the quarry because he should experience that, Tracy. He should appreciate his Caribbean dives way more than he does. I mean, That's my I'll, I'll, I'll encourage him to dive, but I feel like someone needs to watch the, the coolers of beer and get the grill ready. And I'm, I'm willing to sacrifice and stay on land while you all go into the frigid close to zero visibility land of bats. You, you and scuba Steve who teach us from the shore because that's the best point of view can uh <laughs> not dive while everyone else is in the water yes i'm in i'm in for that I, here's what i'll tell you when you come walking out of the water from your last dive i am gonna have that icy cold bottle of beer in my hand before you have even removed your gear, I'm going to serve you in that way from the shore, dry and somewhat warm. So thoughtful. Thanks, Tracy. <laughs> You're the best. What would we do without you? <laughs> it would be a fun, it would be a fun detour between like Pittsburgh and Cleveland ballparks. I'm just saying. And just to bring this whole conversation back to manifestation. <laughs> I'll look forward to that dive trip to Hawaii since you manifested your trip there and you've made it and been back. So of all the people who chose things to manifest, I don't think <laughs> Merhaj has had rhubarb pie or whatever it is. I have not had a fucking strawberry rhubarb pie yet. I'm kind of bummed about it. Where the fuck is it? I think she lost power again. And this time... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> It's more of a smirk than a smile. <laughs> yeah. So to finish her thought for her, Jess manifested the Hawaii trip. Yep. I said manifested it. <laughs> and we were all going to let it slide. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Yeah. No, Teresa's I'm... not going to let that shit slide. I'm so glad you got to go. That's one step closer to your dream. Is the rock out of uh, electricity again? Yes. <laughs> it's not a bit like get, get ready for that storm. Huh? She said, "Get ready for that." Oh, I, I don't know. I I don't know if Hawaii is as bad. Can you guys hear me? No. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't know if Hawaii is as bad as the U.S. Virgin Islands, but this is not. It's not unusual. Do you guys have, have generators? Have yeah, I do have generators, and I just had a um, a transfer switch installed, but that would require me to have fuel in the generator and to go out and start it and hit the transfer switch, and I've never, ever done that, so I'm just going to stand here in the dark. That's what I would <laughs> do, too, Tracy. I'd be like, I need a practice run before I can yes. do this shit in the dark. So my it. brother's coming back. So my brother, who's 
like one of my best friends. He's coming back um, in the middle of March, and they're looking at property here, and they're looking at property right next, right next door to the property that um, Dino and I are buying. Yeah. I know. And then he's going to teach me all about the generator. <laughs> I hope he's coming soon then. <laughs> yeah, he is March in the middle of March. And so that's oh, before hurricane season. Anyway. Good. Yes. Yeah, make sure it's up and running before that. <laughs> So does anyone have any last-minute manifestation thoughts? Jess is totally in bed, like Lesnar. Well, I'm in bed because my battery was going to die, and also I have. To oh, eat, okay. So. Oh, 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 okay. Um, I, I, I don't think I have any last thoughts right now. I, um, other. All right, I'll, I'll, I'll sign off with this. I think that I have a lot more work to do. I believe in all the good things she said. I believe everything she said was good. Um, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I want to explore this a little more, but I don't want to explore it so much that I'm willing to pay the price she is quoting for her 16-week MBA. I'm not, there. I'm not ready to make that kind of commitment. So, Yeah, when I saw – I was talking, I think it was just with TC. And I was like, if it's around a hundred dollars, I'll do it. And then I saw, you know, pay today, $222. And I'm like, mm, that's like double what I thought. And then I saw that was the first installment. And I'm like, how many more are there? $2,000. Mm, no, I can get a photography certificate. What? Or, yeah, I'm trying to get Adobe certified. Like, there are so many other things, like practical applications where I can take action steps to actually manifest what I right. want now than to do that class. I would love to do it. And she's got a lot of free information on her website. So I printed off some of those and I'm going to do a little bit of a deeper dive on vacation and self-reflect. But I'm with Murr. I'd, I'd like to do some more work, too. But that's that's a lot of dough. I mean, that's what I pay for a class at my actual college at NKU. So I'm like, and I'm like, that's towards an actual bachelor degree, not the Manifestation Babe Academy MBA. And I think if... But... Go, go ahead. Go, Elsie. Well, no, I think if... <laughs> if taking this class would make me certified to then teach other people about manifestation. I might do it, but that's, that's just so much money for nothing. You get a joke mug that says I earn my MBA. Yeah, that's a good point. If I, if it were, if that were my goal to be a coach, like a life coach and a manifestation coach, I would probably make that investment because I think she has a lot to teach people in that area. I think that's not the path. Um, I, I want to learn more about it, but not in that way, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't think she has a teach people about manifestation degree, but she makes millions of dollars doing it. Um, I would have paid 500 ish dollars 
to do the MBA and I want the mug. So when she tells you how you can buy it, I'm probably going to buy it. But, um, yeah, 2000, $2,222. If it had been $1,111, it would have been kind of a tough choice for me, but 2000, $222 $222 at this point in my life made it a less difficult decision because it, it's probably worth it in reality. Cause I got to tell you in those five days, I learned a lot and, um, and I have a lot of really great takeaways and I've paid more for a college class and taken away less than That's I took true. away in her five days, in her five days. So it's probably worth it. I'm just not ready to take that leap yet. Maybe someday we'll all go to her retreat. And was it Molly? Bali? Yeah, that would be Bali. awesome. <laughs> Do some dive in while you guys are in class. Yeah. Oh, we're sure. dragging your ass too. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. You're coming and you're going to tell us how much you hate it every day. It's going to be fun for some of us. I don't know about hey. you, Jeff. <laughs> What's the name of the girl who friend requested you? Can we say that while we record or no? Lily something. I don't remember the last name. I'll send you the screenshot, TC. What was it? Oh, okay. Okay. Clitoris. (laughs) (laughs) Yes! That's fun. Okay, just just how do you all pronounce that word? Clit. <laughs> okay, but if you have to say the if you have to say the full word, Merhaj, how do you say it? Clitoris. Yeah. I say clitoris. What? Clitoris. LC, you say clitoris. Huh. Yeah, I say clitoris. I don't know. Jess, did you say clitoris? No, I said it like Elsie. She's not oh, going to okay. say it again. So it's... Say it again, Jess. Clitoris. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I say clitoris. I, I say it like you, TC. That's Me funny. Too. I wonder I wonder how the other sirens pronounce it. We'll have to ask them. This so... will be a fun conversation. I cannot wait to hear Annie tell us how she pronounces clitoris. <laughs> Tomorrow, when I'm editing this, I'm going to count how many times the word clitoris came up. Oh, okay. That's, that's another story. I've got another story about that. I took this class on um, human development and psychology. And I, so my, my major was education. But I also had a dual major in math and um math education and mathematics and a friend of mine who was doing the math major we took this class together and so we used to play as many games as we could during this class and one of the challenges we had was who could say a a quote unquote inappropriate word the most times during a presentation and so i did a presentation yeah I did a presentation on, um, on, oh, shoot, what's the word? 
on different cultures who alter female genitalia. Oh, mutilation. And I said, and I said clitoris 80 some times during my presentation. So I won the all time high for saying inappropriate words. So, so we, and we didn't tell each other our topic. So when I got up, I was like, I'm going to talk about the mutilation of female genitalia across the world. And she just put her head in her hands and put her hand <laughs> down. She her was like, like, I am winning this. I lost. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh, that's hilarious. She managed like she managed like a dozen penises in her presentation, but I said clitoris eighty four times. That's amazing. Oh well, I know what the challenge for our suds are is this week. <laughs> I'm not typing that. Yes, you have to make it. <laughs> yes, you have to make it contextually appropriate. Make it appropriate to say inappropriate words. That's the challenge. I love this challenge so much, and I'm running with it, Tracy. I'm not responsible if anybody gets fired from their jobs from this challenge. I'm telling you what, every person has to accept or deny challenges at their own risk, Elsie. This is true. This This challenge is at your own expense. (laughs) And Manifestation Babe Mm -hmm. would say, you've got to follow those tiny footsteps. That red carpet will roll out for those nudges. Yep. (laughs) Sometimes those nudges tell you to say clitoris. Oh, I love the nudges. Dude, those nudges, that was a huge takeaway for me. I love the nudges. No, all right. So I was thinking appropriately for a moment. A moment, yes. (laughs) About nudges. But anyway, uh, you're right. I agree with that too. That was a, that was a, that was a pretty big takeaway because I don't think I follow my gut as often as I should. That right. And my right. gut is powerful. It's so important. That was, yeah, huge my gut's pretty me. powerful. Last, last year, mm-hmm. I trusted my gut. I was driving home from a work trip that work paid for. And I just had this sense for the whole six hours. That's all I thought about. I need to go part-time. I need to go part-time. I went part-time a week before shutdown happened. And had I still been full-time, I would have still had to work. And I wouldn't have been home for my boy. And I wouldn't have found the things in my life that I found and the truths. And I, there's so much more I can get into. But yeah, you got to listen to your gut. Yeah, I can't wait until we can get into more of that because I remember having lunch with you one day and thinking, this girl is not trusting her gut. (laughs) (laughs) I think I remember that lunch, too. Yeah. Well, it was like one of the only lunches you and I had alone. So you have to, if you remember that lunch, then you remember it. It was, I, you were not, you weren't ready to listen to your gut yet. I don't think. And when I it goes back to what what Jess was asking me. You cut out a little bit. What Jess was asking. Well as though earlier Jess was like, 
I mean, do you have to take action or do, do these things just happen? I think uh, taking action and following those nudges is how you manifest. I think that's yeah. part of the process. The yeah, problem is the book, The involved. Secret, makes it all seem like magical fairy dust. Yeah, I do too. I it's the it's the biggest problem I have with the the book The Secret. But begin yeah. with yes and Catherine Zenkina. Hope mm-hmm. that's her name. Um, I, I I mean that's I think that's why I can relate to those because I I do think you have to follow the nudges. You have to take action. Agreed. Well, my bladder is nudging me. So <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, since so this is I a bonus. Since it's a bonus episode, we won't um, we won't pose any questions to our suds. But if y'all want to comment on this episode, if you want to tell us how many times you think we said clitoris, then please <laughs> leave us a uh, number in the comments. And until next time, closest without going over wins a prize. <laughs> what? What? But also, I still. I still think we can challenge the sods to use inappropriate words that are appropriate in context and yes. tell us the story. Tell us about it. We what we will interview yes. you on an upcoming episode. We, the person who can use the most inappropriate words in an appropriate context and tell us all about it will get an interview on an upcoming episode. And that is Yes, I'm in. Thoughts. All right. Well, until next time, dive in. Stay curious and be happy. Clitoris. <laughs> You've been listening to another episode of Siren Soapbox. Before you go, please show your support by subscribing and leaving an honest review for the show wherever you listen to podcasts. Stay connected to the Sirens on Facebook at Siren Soapbox. And if you haven't already, tell your community about the Siren Soapbox so they can join this thriving sisterhood too. Thank you and catch you on the next episode.